Welcome to today's podcast. Our topic today is falling in love. Can you remember falling in love with your spouse? Can you remember the warm tingling feeling when you see him? Remember the time being on the phone forever, waiting for him or her to hang up? Do you remember the can't wait to see him moments? That feeling or tingling sensation as he or she approaches you? Ah, that moment that you say I am in love? That endless giggle and the feeling as if you're walking on a cloud and not earth? Your friends teasing you, yes she is bitten by the bug, the love bug that is. Do you remember writing your name and seeing how it sounds with his name added? Wow, you're in love all right. According to Gary, most of us enter marriage by the way of the in love experience. We meet someone whose physical characteristic and personality traits creates enough electrical shock to trigger our love alert system. The bell goes off and we set out the process of getting to know the person. You may set a date to discover the quest for love over dinner or drink. Sometimes we lose the tingling sensation after the first date. Or sometimes it gets stronger after the date. You find yourself wanting to get to know the person even more so. You go on another date to find out that the feeling has increased and it hits you. I think I'm falling in love. Eventually you find out it's the real thing and you can tell the person, hoping that the person feels the same way. And of course they do. Not long after that, you start to talk about marriage because you're in love. And everyone has agreed it's the foundation for marriage. At its peak, the love experience is euphoric. We are emotionally obsessed with each other. We go to sleep thinking of one another. When we rise, that person is the first thought on our minds. We long of heaven when we hold hands. It seems as if our blood flows together. We could kiss forever if we did not have to go to school or work. Embracing stimulates dreams of marriage and ecstasy. The person who is in love has the illusion that his beloved is perfect. Family can see the flaws, but he can't. Our dream of marriage is marital bliss and it is hard to think of anything else when you are in love. We think that our love will last forever. We are led to believe nothing will come between us and that we will always have the wonderful feeling. Sorry to say, 
but the in love experience is just a fiction and will last two years or maybe a little longer if it's an affair, according to the psychologist mentioned in the book. Then the reality sets in, Mr. Perfect has flaws and does irritating things. Welcome back to Planet Hurt. You start to wonder, did we have the real thing? Yes, you do. The problem is that you had faulty information that this in-love obsession would last forever and not the knowledge that it is only last two years and that we will have to get back to reality. The in-love experience does not focus on our own growth nor on the development of the other person. Rather, it gives us the sense that we have arrived. Gary suggests that we should recognize the in-love experience for what it is, a temporary emotional high, and suggests that we now pursue real love with our spouse. That kind of love is emotional in nature, but not obsessional. It is love that unites reason and emotion. It involves an act of the will and requires discipline. And it requires a need for a personal growth. Our most basic emotional need is not to fall in love, but to be genuinely loved by another. To know a love that grows out of reason and choice. Not instinct. I need to be loved by someone who choose to love me. Who see in me something worth loving. That kind of love requires effort and discipline. Choosing to be kind and generous is real love. Emotional need for love must be met if we are to have emotional health. We feel secure when we are assured that our spouse accepts us, wants us, and is committed to our well-being. We can start by having an attitude of, I am married to you and I choose to look out for your best interest. When we choose to meet the need of our spouse by speaking his love language, we will fill his emotional love tank and he will feel secure in love. The whole world will look bright and your spouse will move out to reach his highest potential in life. But when the love tank is empty and he feels used, but not love, the whole world looks dark and he will never reach his potential for good in the world. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8 says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. 
It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoice with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails. Join me next time when we begin to explain the five emotional love languages. Love ya. See you soon.